Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Friday episode, I feel a bit croaky this morning, I don't know whether this is the advent of COVID, because it takes all forms now, doesn't it? Does it? Anything could be COVID, yeah, I think the latest variant, like the symptoms are just like the same as a summer cold, so I mean this could be the beginning Hay fever. Well, yeah, I've had that for weeks, though. It doesn't make me all, all croaky. And, but hang uh, on, if you're double-jabbed, what... Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't really discuss this because there's so much misinformation and confusion surrounding this. The last thing people need is us, a couple of fucking cunts like us, sticking our oar in and people start going, well, Top yeah. Light Time Machine told me it was all right. Yeah, yeah but uh, I so think please, our our regular listeners already know that we haven't got a fucking clue what we're on about. Yeah, just the caveat the is don't, the, yeah. don't fucking listen to anything we're about to say. But if you're double jabbed, aren't you like 95% safe? You're meant to be. But the thing is, this this current variant that's doing the rounds, the Delta variant, I think it's called, it's it's a lot more transmissible than um, the original one was. So it's, 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 it's fucking really easy to catch it, apparently. So I might have it, I don't know. Yeah, you might catch you might it, have it. But the point is, is that you don't have the... I know I haven't got it because I'm using... I've got so many of these fucking home testing kits. I use one practically <laughs> every fucking day, mate. But it's a nightmare using them because you've got to stick that fucking thing right up your nose. Yeah. And I, I think I might have damaged my nose in years gone by as well because oh, right. if I get the stick right fucking up there... It's like is never the, ending. I start sneezing yeah. and freaking out, but I do it like all the, the time. Can you feel it just prodding against your brain? Yeah, you put it up too far. It's fucking uh, feel like Daniela Westbrook, mate. Okay, now, oh well, that's uh, that's one of the feel uh, like Francis Rossi. <laughs> I've got his book, and I haven't got around to reading it yet. I know you've, you've mentioned that before. It's supposed to be a real classic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Put it on the list. So. um I don't know. We've we've spent most of this week recording, uh, pre-recording episodes to go out over our our forthcoming holidays. So I feel Lovely a bit holidays. jaded already because we've just fucking been each other's company the whole week. We've fucking we've recorded a lot of podcasts this week. Mm. We have a few of those a year, usually in the build-up to like Easter, Christmas. summer, and Christmas. They're they're what we call top flight time machine big weeks. And yeah. um, you might not be able to pick up on it because we're nothing if not professional. And so yeah. we sound delighted to be here at all times. But I can tell you, you're sometimes hearing us at the fucking arse end of a 20-episode week. <laughs> and it can be difficult to, you know, maintain the verve. I mean, don't forget, some cunt said that we... Uh, where was it that I read that some cunt said we'd become jaded? 
Well, yeah, we, we spoke about that, didn't we, a few weeks ago. It was yeah. the exit survey on the Iron Finalist Society. Sorry, you're jaded. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I shall take my money elsewhere. <laughs> I'll keep my money to Owen Jones. He's got a Patreon now. One thing yeah, I cannot bear in a podcaster is jadedness. <laughs> I demand better. Yeah, well, fucking go elsewhere then. Because this place is fucking divine by being jaded. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got all of this coming up. I'm not prepared to disclose my exact location, but I'm off to Scotland on Sunday uh, for a week. But all I'll say is that there's going to be uh, locks and there's going to be woodland walks and there might even be a little bit of foot golf. So, I mean, that that could be Fucking any hell. number of places in Scotland. That, for me, is the, at my age, is the holy trinity of a holiday. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've it, missed out coining, but foot golf is the, the best equivalent you can get. Yeah, yeah. And woodland walks, I mean, that, for me, is just unbeatable. That's probably, the, that, that, along with eating peanuts, is probably my main passion in life. And the thing is, as well, both of my kids are up for the woodland walk thing, which I'm wow. stunned by. Yeah. I've just managed it. They're in some kind of perfect storm of age and interests where going for a woodland walk with their dad seems mm. like a good idea to them. So mm. I'm going to take them on a really long one in case it never oh. happens again. But Yeah, you should. But, I mean, my kids, 9 and 13, their worst thing is a woodland walk. Yeah. But... I could the last time I took them on a Woodland walk, which was back round Easter time, like somewhere in Surrey, and Len started just fucking crying, <laughs> right? And I was like, "What the fuck are you crying for? We're in some lovely woodland." And he was like, I just hate it here. "What are we doing? I don't understand. Where are we going? Are we lost? Are we ever going to get back to the car? We don't been walking about ten fucking minutes. Where do I plug in my devices?" It God, was like that. <laughs> and then I looked at, at, at Coco and I was like, what about you? And she was like, oh, well, you know, fair enough. I hate it too. But I think he's going a bit over the top. You don't need to cry. She remember, I'm crying inside. I mean, this is a nightmare. I hate it. <laughs> um, I don't That's remember hating Woodland Walks that much when I was a kid. But, yeah, they hate it. But, you know, fuck them because I love a woodland walk alone yeah you know I go on walking trips sometimes with my cousin um, I go walking sometimes shorter walks with, with my missus she loves walks but to be honest I was thinking about you know what I did last night when I was in mm-hmm. bed um, and I, I couldn't quite get to I wasn't, I wasn't quite ready to go to sleep because I don't I now don't I won't put my head down and shut my eyes until I'm 99% certain I'm going to immediately go to sleep yeah. Because I find the bit where you lie with your eyes shut, neither sleeping, not sleeping, but at the same time not find it, living out loud, I find that tedious. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it a tedious waste of time. I either want to be awake and living out loud, slamming about, or I want to be lovely and asleep. The hinterland, yeah. it's not for me. Right. Boring. So what I do is I tend, I try to sort of occupy my mind until I can feel my eyes are almost yeah. shut and I can't go on. And then it's like, yeah. right, sleep, bang. Yeah. So last night I found myself um, Googling uh, wilderness retreats. Oh. Because I got it into my head, wouldn't it be wonderful to go on a solo wilderness retreat, right? 
When I wrote a thing a couple of years ago about... um, I don't know if you remember, because it was was around that time we were touring, and I wrote a piece about doing nothing. Just all about doing nothing. And I interviewed a guy while we were on tour, funnily enough, in Manchester from the hotel. I interviewed this guy who did silent retreats in Wales. Mm. Odd bloke. Um, Nice. Takes takes all sorts. It takes all sorts. And he was telling me, yeah, yeah, that's right, silent retreats. It's a grand. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you, now, get yourself up here, under your own steam. I don't give a fuck. Travel's not included. Right, I'll meet you at the station. I'll take you up to where I live, in near a mountain in Wales. And then what happens is, on the first one, you get up, I'll give you breakfast, continental-style roll, jams, that sort of stuff. Right, and then I'll just send you out, and you can't take your phone, and you just got to be silent. And I won't let you back for 48 hours. And then when you come back... I'll give you a sandwich. You pay me the second 50% of the bill, and that's you done, mate. Silent retreats. Fucking best business I ever got into. The, sam- the sandwich is included in the fee, though. You'll be glad to hear. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's covered, as is the continental breakfast. Um, with the continental breakfast, you get a miniature pot of uh, preserve. I, I cannot guarantee what flavour. It depends what's been delivered. Well, I call it the flavour of the day. It's a bit like a soup yeah. of the day in a restaurant. Sometimes we get strawberry. Sometimes we get apricot. Occasionally you get a little marmalade, which really but, does divide people. What, what I'm saying is take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. One, and I must stress one, there are no extras unless you're prepared to pay. Pat of butter. You know, the small rectangular things in a foil <laughs> wrapper, right? Um, it is not Lurpak. I cannot remember the brand. It is a Slovakian brand of butter. <laughs> <laughs> one bread roll that confusedly comes in a plastic cellophane individual wrapper and although it's not usually associated with breakfast but I do get a large discount on bulk buys a single finger Kit Kat that is your continental <laughs> breakfast. They do eat that in Germany for breakfast quite commonly. So it they does, all ca- sorts does over come there. under the continental umbrella. They have all sorts of breakfast over there. Ham. Who has ham for breakfast? It's you mad. You wouldn't believe it. But they've got little nuts for over there. But that's Spicy the point ham. of my retreats. They're supposed to open your mind to new experiences, new cultures, new perspectives on the world. And that's all part spicy, of it. Spicy ham. Spicy ham. Um, with rice black pudding. pepper around the edges of it. Madness. Ever had rice pudding for breakfast? Go to Germany. They all do it. Ever had a boiled egg that is cold, <laughs> like the sort you might take on a picnic? Sure. But they have it for fucking breakfast. Sometimes you get them pre-peeled. Um, yeah, so he, he, he talked about the silent retreat, and he, went, he did say to me, he went, he, he was going, you should do it. And I was like, yeah, it sort of appeals to me a little bit. And he went, ha, 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 ha. He goes, it would send you bloody mad. He's probably right about that. But this is a really weird type of salesmanship. You know, yeah. when a salesman gives it the old, come or don't come, bite or yeah, don't bite, yeah, couldn't yeah. give a fuck, mate. So probably not so for you anyway. He wants you to go, I'll fucking show you. I'll yeah. show you how silent it's, that can be. It's exactly like in the classic monorail episode of The Simpsons yeah. where that guy goes, come to think of it, 
this is probably more of a Shelbyville idea. <laughs> and as soon as he says <laughs> that, they all go, no, no, wait, wait, <laughs> we are interested. <laughs> yeah. It's that he used the Shelbyville technique on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did it? Yes. Yeah, so, no, I didn't do it, but it's always haunted my mind ever since. Right. right. What people you do, do when you go and you sit out in the wilderness by a lake for like, I don't know, 48 hours, you don't fucking say anything. There's no devices. There's no one nearby you. You've got the very basics, not much food food or anything. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not sure whether or not you even have food because that's all part of it. You basically go through the looking glass, right? right. And you are fucking confronting feelings and thoughts that you've literally been one way or another distracting your mind from ever since you were a kid. Mm. Yeah. Whether that might be with alcohol or drugs or any of the other things that we do. Anything really that my, you're doing day to day. My my initial response to, to that, that notion is very much fuck that. Yes. Uh if I'm gonna yeah. go on some kind of retreat, I'm gonna take like a load of books that I haven't had time to get through. I'm gonna maybe Books are an addiction too. So it's, it's all a distraction books for your are not mind. An addiction. Books are not an addiction. Well they can be. No. No. No, th- no, fuck that. No, I'm going <laughs> to power... If, you, like, if you're physically unable to function without reading a book all the time, you're addicted. Oh, well, I'm not addicted to books. That's why I want to go on the retreat. I don't, that's a, I'm not addicted to That's like my missus. I go, you want to put that book down? It's a fucking problem. You've always got your head in a fucking book. It's just stuff. as bad as being bang on the Charlie. <laughs> and you judge me. <laughs> Sit there, ingesting knowledge and ideas like, all the time. Like fucking like <laughs> Nick Cotton at his lowest ebb. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, anyway, I, 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 that's too far for me. The silent retreat is too far. However, you know, I've got a mate, uh, you you know him actually, um, Adam, who was the writer on the much-missed oh, satirical yeah. TV show. Currently uh, rested. news thing, currently rested. He, he, every year, was the ultimate reset your demons man. Mm. Every year, a couple of times a year, he would go off on his own. He's got a wife and kids, leave them, and he'd just go fucking wild walking, like for this, days yeah. across Scotland, and just stay in the what do you call them? Those little caves. Um, a bothy. Yeah, is that what they just are? Kipping those, mate. He didn't yeah. need anything. It was like pure wild wilderness. So yeah, wilderness is it has a huge allure, doesn't it, Andy? It kind of does in theory, but in practice, no. I prefer creature comforts. Um, mm. I mean, the, I'm staying in a cottage that's got you know, lots of bedrooms and it's got a nice outdoor area and there's a pool table in the garage. So, well, that, you know, that's the, yeah, that's, you know, you it's, it's not you a wilderness to. retreat that I'm going on. Let's, let's not no, mix things up you've here. You've got it right. You go out, you walk in the wilderness, you feel at one with nature, you're undistracted by devices and the other trappings of the modern world. But then at the end of the day, you go home, put your feet up, stick Netflix on, have some peanuts and a game of pool. Exactly. That is what the Buddhists call perfect balance. Exactly, that's what it's going to be, hopefully. Apart from the fact that during the eight-mile walk that I've got planned, my kids are just going to bicker the entire time. A bit put like your yours, crying in, their eyes out, or crying on the inside. So Yeah, uh, put, put you your know, headphones in, just ignore them. Just I'll ignore stride them. on the head. I'll stride but on then the head. You, you'll miss out on the lovely bird song, which is all part of it. I've got yeah. a dilemma about a trip to Scotland, which I told you about. Tell listeners, see what they think. Someone might be able to help. Right. Um, when uh, I mentioned before that about a month ago or more, um, it was leaked on Twitter or somewhere that West Ham and Celtic had arranged a friendly on July 24th. Yes. 
And my mate got so excited that he texted me that morning and he went, mm. we've got to fucking go. Because obviously we haven't seen West Ham in ages. What a way, what kind of brilliant fucking comeback is that to go and watch them play Celtic in Glasgow? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much more fun. So we were like, yeah. And we thought, wow, this is going to go mad because everyone's not been able to go to a game. So as soon as this goes on sale, everything will sell out. So in a, a moment of fucking madness, this was like 8.30 on a Saturday morning, we, mm. I just went online and we bought two fucking British Airways flights to Glasgow for that morning, right? And Jesus. to fly back the next day. Because we, I don't know, we were just mad. I think it was because we had like football withdrawal to such an extent and this seemed like such a great thing. And um, anyway, since then, the game eventually did get confirmed. But cut a long story short, first of all, my mate, you don't believe this, my mate found, revealed to me, two weeks or more after we had fucking booked these tickets that it was his wife's birthday on the well, 24th just of July. realised just realised two weeks ago yeah. oh, I've had a nightmare it's, uh, it's my missus birthday that day and I was like you fucking idiot how could you have not known that oh, I sort of did know but in the excitement I forgot I thought oh, it well, uh, should be alright with it no, that's what he said. He said, it's all right. He goes, what I've done is I've booked a really nice <laughs> restaurant for the night before. Yeah. Right. I've got it above I'm the like, birthday. Fucking <laughs> hell, mate. I said, no. I just went, no, I don't want any part of this. Right. And he went, what? And I went, I don't want any part of it because it will look, if you come, I said, mm. you cannot come. And if you do come with me then I'm going to look like I'm heavily complicit in this yeah. right and I good, really good like work, his son. wife she's really nice she's nice as is the case in most friends you know his wife's nicer than him that's right? the is, yeah <laughs> yeah I, I would say that pretty much about all of my mates wives yeah. right and I'm and I'm fucking certain my mates would say it about my wife that's just the way it is so I'm thinking fuck that I'm not complicit in cancelling your wife's birthday I said in fact if you try and go I'm not going I said I won't fucking go and he went, oh, fuck. And I said, what? And he went, well, I was banking on telling her that you were just putting the pressure on me to go. And oh. I said, so you'd already planned your story to, to blame me? He went, yeah, I thought you wouldn't mind me doing that because it means we still get to go. And I said, no, I don't want to go. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Anyway, now I've convinced him he can't go, right? Um, so, but I've still got this ticket and it cost me about 100 quid right? Return ticket to Glasgow. Mm. And that's money down the drain. So I'm thinking, fuck it, I'll go. But tickets aren't on sale for away fans. Celtic have said no fucking away fans, right? Which which is something we should have fucking realised. So here's what I'm thinking, right? I've got this ticket. Mm -hmm. I love Glasgow, Mm -hmm. right? I'm thinking, fuck it. My wife and kids already have got that in the diary that I'm away that weekend. So I'm thinking, fuck it, I'm going to fly up. And I'm just going to turn up at Celtic Park and try and get in. I'm not going to storm it like those fucking cunts at Wembley did last week, right? I'm not going yeah. to fucking try and do a bunk. I'm going to just try and fucking one man, get in. A one-man uh, storming of Celtic Park would be something to yeah. see. <laughs> one, one cockney storming of Celtic Park. Just run into fucking Celtic Park, for, but smash straight into I'll be like that bloke. That fucking Al-Qaeda bloke who got decked on fire at Glasgow Airport. <laughs> what was the line? This is Glasgow. We'll set about you. We'll set about you. <laughs> I'll have I'll have started my run towards that, but I'll be two yards into it and someone will fucking spark me out. I'll wake up two days later having missed my flight. No, I thought I saw- I'll turn up and try and just buy a ticket masquerading as a Celtic fan. I mean, what oh, are they going to do? My- fucking test me on the gate? Well, they might do. They'll test your I'll accent. Put on a, I'll buy a fucking Celtic shirt. I'm half Celtic. I'm like Celtic in my Scottish team anyway. I'll tell them that. Did you... Um, I saw something about John Smeaton, the fella who did the terrorist attack in Glasgow. And what I didn't... Mm. What I wasn't aware of until recently was that he booted the terrorist in the ball so hard he tore mm. the ligaments in his foot. <laughs> <laughs> what just, a fucking... This was on the newspaper headline on the Daily Record or something the day after okay. or a few days afterwards. He fucked his foot. He kicked him in the, in the ball so hard. It, I wonder if he thought it was worth it. Probably. Of I mean, was. in a sense, he saved the world, didn't he? he With did, that kick yeah. in the balls. I, there should He's be like... a statue of him, a statue of the incident with him kicking the geezer in the bollocks. <laughs> it's like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Fucking but, hell. Uh, yeah, Imagine if I went and tried to storm Celtic Park and John Smeat and himself took me out with a kick in the nads. Yeah. It might it might cause your testicular cyst to explode. Which would be a result. It would save me the fucking operation. Because yeah. it's only full of fluid and they do say sometimes they just burst and then you're fine. So I've been yeah. waiting for this fucker to burst for years. Maybe John Smeaton's the man I need to do it. It could be fit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you've got to go. Yeah, no, I've decided. So, what do you want to do, Mr. Delaney? Is it, would you like to go on the waiting list for surgery? Nah, I've got a better plan than that. I'm going to go up Scott Glasgow at the weekend and try and storm Celtic Park. <laughs> I'm banking on Smeaton or someone like him. 
giving me a right Spe- good fucking <laughs> kick in the balls. A Smeaton or a Smeaton equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're like up there. They just won't stand for it. They won't stand for any monkey business. Cunt like me turns up and tries to storm their ground. I'm getting kicked in the bollocks. Bingo, cysts gone. <laughs> <laughs> so when's this match on then? 24th. 24th. Well, so it's a week Saturday. Yeah. Week Saturday. I'll still be in Scotland. If, I'll, I'll, well, I'll drive to Glasgow and watch. To watch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just there with your ninoculars from a safe distance. In the country. Yeah, kids, 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 here he is, look. He's going to do it now. Look, he's gearing up. This is oh. what he does before he starts storming. Oh. He starts w- w- wiggling his ass. <laughs> oh, he's done this wrong. He come dressed as a pearly king. A fucking idiot. <laughs> They're going to spot him a mile off. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to come in the full kit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. well, you know, there might be some Glaswegians. There might be some Celtic fans listening. What I think is... If there's a Celtic fan who can just get me in on your fucking mm-hmm. ticket, get me in on your fucking ticket. Yeah. I'm sure there will be. I'm sure it won't be a problem. Yeah, and I good- also, I'm thinking, what about, I might as well throw good money after bad. There must be, you know what these clubs are like, right? It's one rule for the oi polloi mm. and one rule for the fucking prawn sandwich cunts. If yeah. I bought one of their prawn sandwich packages, right? Yeah. They'd go, of course, Mr. Delaney, step this way, you cockney cunt. Yeah, hand over your money. Yeah, Your yeah. money's as good as any other fuckers. Just keep your mouth shut, yeah? And if West Ham score, we'll be fucking watching you, cunt. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be a fella standing on the door and he'll have a teaser. And if yeah. you kick off, you're going down. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, Delaney, we're watching you. We've been watching you for weeks now. We've heard you on that daft fucking podcast you do with the other English cunt. Hey, we've been waiting for this. You stay in your seat, boy, and we hear a fucking peep. That's you, gone. We've um, we've heard you on that podcast, the one with hardly any listeners, but it's got more listeners at the moment than GB News has viewers. <laughs> have you seen that little story? Is that true? GB News. Some of the shows have registered zero viewers on the uh, audience registering measurement scale. I told so, you uh, some of the stories I've heard from behind the scenes on GB News. I've got sources in there. You People did, who, but I think I said the, to you. It's like, those stories haven't actually been broadcast yet because they're in episodes that are coming up. Oh, okay. Well, so, so I mean, not talk t- about it. You can talk about it if you want or, or don't. Whatever. Well, what, what, all, I won't tell the full stories, all of them yet, but they, the people I know who work there, when I speak to them, it's like they've been kidnapped. It feels yeah. like those people who were kidnapped by Saddam. Remember yeah. when those that Spur, that little Spurs kid got kidnapped by Saddam? It's like oh, that. It's yeah, like, yeah. But Andrew Neal's in the Saddam role, sat mm-hmm. on a big chair with, with these producers sat on his knee. Right, well, hasn't, hasn't going, they Neal, like it here. He, he fucked off, didn't he? After like the first eight days, he, he is, take a couple of months. Obviously, he's still part of it all. Oh, he's still involved. I, he? I asked why he'd fucked off, and they were like, "You can just see that it's not ready. The mm. set and the studios are just fucked. Right, nothing's going right. Everything's broken. They don't have enough staff." I mean, I'm friends with some people on Facebook who are not even working there, but are, like, related to people who are working there, and they're putting on fucking messages going, does anyone know any new producers who can do news, right? Literally, what? while this fucking channel's on air. 
and they're going what? on Facebook just going does anyone basically going does anyone know anyone who can come in and fucking make a TV show tonight fucking hell because people That's are fucking so Andrew Neil has not ditched the company but he just said look this is so badly organised we're so not ready yet that I'm going to fuck off and keep my head down till the dust settles Oh, Fair yeah. enough, and mate. Come back like a hero I mean, when it's all working. Think, think what you like about Andrew Neil. The, the bloke is a fucking good journalist, right? He's, he's. I don't agree with him on most things, but he fucking, you know, he's great at interviewing, and he's yeah, got a yeah. fucking good record. He knows what he's doing, so so he's fucking right. He shouldn't have got involved in the first place. His prime minister candidate interviews are always really good. I mean, he he tore Jeremy Corbyn apart. In 2019, so much yeah. so that Boris Johnson then went, oh, I'm not doing Fuck it. Fuck that. Afterwards. Not doing it. <laughs> What's funny about Boris um, Johnson is, is yeah. that they go, but you have to, because there's all these conventions, yeah. and what Johnson and Trump do is they look at everything in the way it's always been done and just go, why no. Why do we need to, no, we're not going to do that. And so when they go, you've got to do it, they go, Fuck that. And you go, but you have to. I'm not going to. Well, you're going to look like you're running scared. I am fucking running scared. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly Did you not why I'm not doing it. Did, fucking I in the fridge the other day. Did you not <laughs> see that? I'm fucking dead. I'm not, I'll admit it. I'm not being interviewed by you because it'll simply be too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do an easier interview, but not with you, you I'm, cunt. A, I'm, I'm quite a terrible man and I've done terrible things and your oh. questions will expose them. So, no, I'm not doing that. No, there's the skeletons in why my cupboard. Fuck me, they don't pay thick. Me awake at night. I don't need a fucking nosy cunt like you. I prefer yeah. when people just focus on my funny hair. Yeah, hats off to him for that. Like, um, <laughs> we've had some questions in for Roger Taylor. Oh, great! Uh, consumer-related questions. Um, did you pick any out from the the, the tweets? Did you have time? No, I haven't seen them. I'll pr- quickly look it out now. Shall I give you um, one? See if yeah. Roger can do anything yeah. with it. Uh, Jason Philip. I says, dear Roger, do you think premium bonds are a good investment in these troubled times? I'm sure Freddie was a fan and possibly John Deacon. I can see why you might have thought Freddie would like premium bonds because they're predictable, unlike so many other volatile investment options. But actually, you'd be wrong. Freddie hated them. You see, Freddie loved action and adventure. He loved Jeopardy. (laughs) Don't Stop Me Now was actually about his investment portfolio in the mid-80s. <laughs> he couldn't stop investing in property, in all sorts of new in- innovative businesses. He loved to check the markets every morning. Sometimes he'd be up by millions and sometimes down. And that's what motivated him. Premium bonds for him, he'd say, Roger, it's all too predictable, darling. I know I'm going to get a check through the post once or twice a year, sometimes for a substantial amount. But where's the fun in that? Where's the sex in premium bonds? You're right about Deacon, though. He swore by them. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he has never once come up on the premium bonds, despite the fact that he's invested almost his entire fortune in them. That's Deco. He's got to be the unluckiest bastard in rock. The thing I miss most about Freddie is the fact that he's not around to invest in so many of these tech startups that are around these days. So many of <laughs> those, ideas, loved it. Those, those ideas those guys have are so wild. Freddie will be all over them like a rash. <laughs> Obviously, he'd lose millions and millions of pounds, but he'd get a thrill along the way. Come back, I'll tell Freddie. you something I've never told anyone before. Freddie actually came up with the idea for Uber back in 1984, <laughs> before we'd even done Live Aid. We were waiting we were leave- for a taxi. <laughs> we were leaving a party and he just got in some guy's car and just asked him to take him home. 
The guy said, fine. Freddie called me that night. I'd never heard him so alive with ideas and creativity. He said, darling, you could just get into someone's car and they'll take you. Darling, the most extraordinary things just happened to me. I got in a stranger's car and he took me home. Imagine if everyone could do that. He even thought of the name, Uber. He said, because it's like an Uber driver. Uber means everywhere. I said, well, that's not exactly right, Freddie, but I get your gist. Freddie lived the Uber lifestyle. Everything was just more for Freddie. (laughs) It was so sad. I remember when Uber finally came about and made all its millions. I went to to Freddie's grave that day and told him what had happened. Uh, I talked to him sometimes about the latest things that are going on in the financial markets and the tech world. (laughs) I go there, I take a bunch of flowers, I lay them and I just talk him through it. Sometimes I read him pages of the Financial Times or Wired magazine. And I feel like Freddie's there with me, nodding along, stroking his chin sagely and and, and instructing me which which things are worth the punt and which aren't. I felt terrible the day I told him that Uber was a real thing. But Freddie didn't mind. He was having the time of his life in gay heaven, the best heaven. <laughs> uh, uh, Danny Merritt says, Hello, Roger. I drive a van for a living and thus have a company fuel card, which is the best garage to fill up at in regards to bonus points. Tesco for club card, Sainsbury's for Nectar, Shell Drivers Club or another. This is a very tough one because there's benefits in Tesco and Sainsbury's. With Tesco, you get more points for the money you spend. With Sainsbury's, you get less, but... For me, there's a wider range of brands and services where you can collect points, e.g. Argos, eBay, and others. But it's tough. For me, it comes down to the fact that ultimately, I live near a Sainsbury's, and I like to shop there. Also, I find that some of the clientele in the local Tesco near to me are, let's say, uncouth. So uh, for me, it's got to be Sainsbury's every time. The guys in Sainsbury's don't bother me with autograph requests every time I'm in there. They've got to know me over the years. But Tesco's staff is constantly changing. And every time there's a new guy on the tills, he reacts in the same in a whole new way. I have to prove myself all over again. Of course, I do have a van like you. It's a Ford Transit. I got it before, because when we were looking over the deals that the tour promoters gave us, they always charged us an enormous markup for transport of our equipment and amps and so forth. I said to Brian, this is mad. We might as well just buy our own van. So I went out to Car Giant, which is just off the A40 in northwest London, and I struck a finance deal on a three-year-old Ford Transit with very low mileage. It fits in pretty much all of our guitars and amps. And uh, I make a huge saving. Those promoters will rip you off, trust me. We've, we've never looked back. <laughs> Yeah. And we've had hardly any problems. We had to get the uh, brake pads renewed at the last MOT last year, but it wasn't that expensive. Bryce got a great mechanic near where he lives in Kew. <laughs> Plus, I was in Tesco recently and some guy came up to me and he, he passed me a, p- a piece of paper and he says, Here, Raj, here's some lyrics I've written for a song. I hope you'll consider using them in one of your Queen songs. I thought, I, I thought, What? What? We, we do our own songs in-house. We don't accept submissions from strangers. But you've just got to try and be, you know, uh, you've got to try and be polite and polite. And uh, I've got this I, reputation as an everyman to uphold. So I just have to always be on. Every time I walk into Tesco's, a little voice, I whisper to myself, come on, Rog, tits and teeth, tits and teeth. <laughs> you can do this. 
So I found myself walking away with these lyrics in my hand. Obviously, I put them in the bin as soon as I got outside, but God, why should I have to put up with that? He was um, a young Asian guy, and, and, and he had one of those shaved eyebrows, and the lyrics were all about being in the club, drinking brandy, slapping ladies on the bum. I didn't like that vibe at all. There was a there was a rap written in for it for Brian to do. I thought this won't just won't work with the Queen ethos. No, I thought. But yeah. I will say this for Tesco's: their meal deals are fantastic. I thought I thought the song would have been great back in like '78 when we were doing Fat Bottom Girls, but it doesn't fit in with the Queen ethos of 2021. No way. Frankly, living in the past. It, frankly, it was misogynistic. This is the post Me Too world, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Roger dropping in there um, yeah, we haven't uh, had any uh, advice from Roger for a while um, no he's, I thought it would be I, nice I, to hear from him again yeah got a uh, very long um, he's got a, he's got he did have a very big holiday guide for how to get the best travel deals and uh, and also just general things about travellers checks insurance um, he's got a lot about what the traveller experience is beyond uh, Brexit but of course, it's not been relevant because we haven't been able to travel. But he's looking to take over from Matey Boy and um, the Independent. Simon Calder. He's also he's no, got to be on the over him. Uh, he just wants to be the go-to guy when yeah. news programs want to do travel stories. He, he's got to all be on the pier wall as well, obviously. So um, mm. it's not for everyone to see. Uh, that's it from this episode, I reckon. Uh, thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. Uh, enjoy your weekend and beyond. Goodbye. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.